welcome to Las Doctoras podcast. Led by our intuition, we are creating space for conversations, asking critical questions, and interrogating the oppressive systems of power we live in. We are your hosts. I am Dr. Renee Limas, pronouns she, her, hers. I'm a Cancer sun and moon with Pisces rising, mother of water. I am Dr. Christina Rose, pronouns she, they, Virgo sun, Aquarius moon, Gemini rising, mother of earth. We are grounded in a connection to ancestral wisdom. Our work is to heal the wounds of generational trauma that is of white male and cis hetero supremacy, all while we create a way of being that celebrates, truly revels in the joy of our families and our community. Join us on our journey, not toward perfection, but into reflection, immersed in compassionate self-awareness and courageous action. Come, sit at our kitchen table, sip on some tequila with us, and let's change our world. Salud! Hey, everybody. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to Las Doctoras Podcast. We've been really leaning into... uh, Grooving, playing music, dancing. Ah, and stepping into that as part of our ceremony. Mm-hmm. I was telling, in. well, mm-hmm. we had our writing retreat. Um, mm-hmm. As of this recording, it was a couple days ago. And yeah, we played a Bad Bunny song, you know, in the mix to get our, our body flowing and moving. And I was saying in that space, even that, Um, usually when I'm in like spaces and they're like, oh, let's play some music and do some, you know, body movement. It's always some like ethereal song or some like, you know, and I'm like, fuck, I just need some like ratchet music. (laughs) So like, I don't know, like I, and after I felt so much better, like I felt really good. Like I was just in my body, just, I don't know. It felt really good. I'm reminded of my birth, actually, because I did have at the beginning of my birth, all this like very ethereal. I was like, I am one with the universe. And, <laughs> and it was just very like, oh, and then when shit, you know, she was like, okay, shit got real. No, she's like, no, really. And and so and then totally I just turned it up this, you know, a different my workout jam. Actually, I was like, okay, yeah. just play my workout jam. That's good. That's good. And um, it's exactly what you're just saying. You know, I sometimes yeah. we need. We need a change in tempo. We need a change in tempo. Like same when I was giving birth too, I had like all this like spa music and then they're like, okay, maybe we need to change it up. I was like, put Shakira on. Like, (laughs) (laughs) and that's, and that's what what did it. And I think, yeah. So we're just kind of leaning into that. And I think that brings us to what we want to talk about today is, um, (sighs) I just, I think, creativity how we create containers for our creativity yeah and breaking Um, down like a binary that would say that creativity is a heady heady thing mm. like we're actually gonna say no it is a whole body Mm. a whole body kind of thing and that's what that music does and that's what we're this what our creative process does It, it basically says 
come down, you know, drop into guidance, mm-hmm. basically, like literally that, like, you know, movement, mm-hmm. like come into your body, come into like your, your memory, mm-hmm. come into, um, come into everything that you are. And that's, that's the seek that, 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 that the secret. It's like the secret part of the recipe or something like that. But it, that's the, also the thing that we've been told forever to not do, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's the, I mean, it's, um, you know, the, the, my first reel that I did on Instagram <laughs> where it totally speaks to that, right. This idea that any kind of creativity, whether it be art, whether it be writing, anything, it does have to be heady and it has to be productive immediately. And it has to be perfect. And that often gets us in a place of anxiety in a place of like, Oh, I can't do it. I can't do it because we can't do it. You know? And I always use the analogy of, um, of running or of being an athlete, you're not going to go out. You know, I played soccer for a long time and you just, you don't go and play a 90 minute game without warming up and doing a very extensive warm up. you know, not yeah. just warming up the, the heart and the blood flow, but also like, you know, we would, we wouldn't just run before a game, but we would also like practice our skills and practice passing so that the body remembers how to do those things. Once we're getting into a game situation, too much of it (laughs) but anyway (laughs) but I I think that that's exactly what we're saying like when we're you know for us particularly as writers is that when we're sitting down to write and we're too much in our head you know Mm -hmm. it's not going to flow as easily as if we step back create Mm -hmm. some ceremony around it whatever that looks like you know meditation Mm -hmm. um lighting you know something you know some sage or some rosemary and and then movement just like moving our bodies so that our bodies, even our hands, right, whether we're writing with a pen or typing on the computer, our hands, you know, we want we want everything to have this ease of flow. And yeah. so creating this ceremony around our creative time um, is really important to get us into our bodies and, and make the whole process much more, much easier and also much more joyful. Maybe that is something that we could do. You know, someone was asking us or said, you know, when they took our course that they were thinking that we would give them the guide to decolonizing their writing, like step one, step two, step three. <laughs> we, we don't, we don't provide that, that because, <laughs> because it's, it's different for everyone and um, there's no, you know, perfect answer, but maybe there is something that we could provide. Um, and I think you, we have memes about this. You have your real, you know, but uh, invitations to mm-hmm. to be in your to be in your full self when you write mm-hmm. so it could be using your senses you know stepping in like burning something smudging you know or it could be dancing or stretching and moving in your space you know um or it could be um pulling a card or mm-hmm. reading your you know astro chart for the day or whatever um it could be it, masturbation. Could be me- <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love how you said it. Yes. Master. Yes. And, and meditating, like anything that like, oh, you know, um, there's just so many different invitations into creativity and mm-hmm. into your creative self. And, um, but, and, and to just not treat yourself like a well-oiled machine, you know, mm. like that's, um, and, and by doing that, you just, we, 
we just, we release, you know, Mm -hmm. we release these old messages and we step into a new way of being, you know, that's, and, Mm -hmm. you know, to to talk about the other thing that came up and I don't know, you know, we recorded, um, we're on a retreat today and, um, to begin our retreat, we dropped into this practice. We pulled some cards and we talked about it. And basically, I don't know if you're going to hear it after all, I don't know if it's going to make it into this podcast, but we got the messages to release and to step into warrior energy. And I mm-hmm. feel like that's also what we're doing when we're talking about um, stepping into our creativity, we're releasing old mm-hmm. messages and we're stepping into like that birth, you know, birthing warrior energy, you know, mm-hmm. when we, um, we do that. Um, remembering all of our ancestors, remembering all of our, um, the, our journey, our, the trauma, drama, and the healing so that we could be, you know, in just everything that we embody. Um, yeah. I think, I think you also named something important at the beginning is, you know, that the powers that be, you know, we can name all the different things, white supremacy, patriarchy, capitalism, are very mm, explicit about wanting to separate us from that part of our creativity, that, that, you know, that embodiment, that movement, that meditation, that ceremony, because, (laughs) right. um, It serves, it serves the purpose, right. Because then we get stuck in perfectionism when we get stuck in upholding these standards that are, uh, you know, you know, they're, they're impossible standards. And then it, it filters out the voices that it doesn't value, right. It white supremacy Mm -hmm. through upholding these standards, this, this type of perfectionism, you know, then, then is able to filter out the voices that it does not want, which is anything that's not cis white male. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And then, um, the burnout, you know, from, 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 you know, treating our ourselves and, you know, by either having someone else treat us this way. And now, you know, as adults with, you Mm -hmm. know, more choices still continuing to perpetuate that within Mm -hmm. our lives. Um, to me, you know, I think I asked, I asked if we could have this conversation, um, because, uh, talking with our friend Danelia, she, you know, when she took our writing course, she didn't realize how much we were going to be um, doing artwork together or, Mm. you know, different things and how by doing that, it had, um, given her the, the ability to step out of that, you know, um, Mm -hmm. well-oiled machine, mind, monkey mind, whatever you want to call it, like, Mm -hmm. you know, a hustler, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is into her creative self, into this Mm -hmm. other part of herself. And so I wanted to create some space to just name that again Mm -hmm. in maybe in our podcast. Cause I think it's, I think it's in our material, but, um, maybe like a lot of things, you know, if it's not, you know, established in white culture. <laughs> yeah. But, but, and you have to say it exponentially more, just like, you know, oh, any, yeah. anything, you know, like with our children, you know, I was thinking about that colorism episode. You have to, you know, you can't just say like Brown is beautiful and like at the same Theory. amount, you know, that you say white is beautiful or whatever white, whiteness and white list and all these things that we're hearing recently, you know, like you can't, you have to say it uh, like just so many more times Mm. to come, come, not come back to offset, to offset, to offset 
you know, these really, um, you know, dominant culture messages. And so mm-hmm. here we're saying, yes, brown is beautiful. <laughs> and we're saying um, our creativity and these, um, these warm up exercises are writing, you know, like mm-hmm. it's, they are part of it. Um, yeah. I always think about, um, yes, right. Uh, the, the art that we do is part of the writing. I think Danelia is not the only one who has said that to us, you know, that they're so, I think sometimes shocked by how much the art activities open up that creative muscle or that creative side of them and then just becomes like a flood for the writing. And I think Mm -hmm. that's exactly what we're trying to accomplish is, you know, that we're so much in that heady space that, and we can't just go straight to creativity without some kind of transition, mm-hmm. without some kind of like, yeah, warm up, and that art is able to be that that place to do it. I know for me, I gotta say, art has been a huge wound for me. I tell this story a million <laughs> times that when I was younger, and you know, my mom tells this story that when I was in like preschool or kindergarten, they would say, "Oh, Renee needs to practice coloring inside the lines." And I like to joke that I'm still fucking coloring outside the lines, right? Like I've just always pushed the boundaries on things. Um, But I, so I think from then I always had this narrative that I just, I'm not a good artist. I can't draw. I don't really, that's not my thing. And I think doing the art activities with you in our courses has really had me like, stepping into that and like it's a it's a real tough wound for me that I'm still kind of working through but it's been so nice it's just been so fun so much that I I went and bought myself like a set of markers (laughs) and a set of Mm -hmm. of colored pencils Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. it was you know I was at home goods and I was like and I had a gift card (laughs) because I'm used to like when we do our stuff like oh let me grab my kids crayons and my kids markers And I was like, I'm going to buy a set for myself. And, you know, and I bought a sketch yeah. pad, like, and that it has, it has really been able to help me kind of open up, you know, fears yeah. around not just art, but creativity in general. So I think, I think there's something, there's definitely something to say about that. And I think, um, <sighs> again, just thinking about how much of that gets turned off, you know, like, again, when yeah. we get, like, we think about art supplies as, something for kids, like, you know, it's something that our kids have and we don't, you know, necessarily do that for ourselves. Um, It's interesting how, how that, how how I've internalized that too. I think, um, because I, I think I still have thought of it as something that is less than, you know, like kind of some hierarchy going on here within myself, like to hear Danelia say that and to have you say that, I just feel like, oh yeah. Yeah, that is really effing important. <laughs> um, like it just helped me name for myself too. And like I've been able to do that. And I was I was talking to Leslie about this the other day too. Like um during retreats or you know, during our time together, I'll find myself doing artwork. And I think before I might have said, Oh, this is not this is me not focusing. Mm. Um and now it's saying, no, this is me. This is me focusing mm-hmm. and, and integrating and processing. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
not a hobby, not like a sideshow, like the real like part of it. And so I can name that for my dissertation. You know, I, I, and I did that in my dissertation, which is interesting. And I'm still struggling with this, but um, I'd be like, I got to get, I got to take a break. I got to, you know, and I don't know if I name those things, but I would end up doing my watercolors, you know, and, mm. um, and eventually those watercolors made their way in theory and word, but also like in images into my dissertation. Mm. And it was so beautiful. And, mm-hmm. and yet I still minimize that. Mm. So I'm really, really grateful that there is space, you know, in my life that, you know, thank, I guess I'm thanking myself as I thank you, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, that, that there's space for that, for, for me and for you yeah. and for uh, everyone that, you know, comes, comes into our space. Yeah. I was yeah. like, Leslie I, was like, I was like, you should do that too. You, she's like, I get distracted. I was like, yeah, well you can, you can do that. Can I like how that. we're like name dropping now. <laughs> we're like, Oh, just Leslie from Latinx parenting, you know? Um, I I also want to say that I think, you know, it's, I I forget what I was watching and there was a scene of somebody doing something that someone else thought was frivolous. Like they were, I don't know what it was. I can't remember. And then this person responded, was like, oh, this is all a part of my process, right? Like in terms of creating something, you know, either writing or, or, you know, maybe a filmmaker, I can't remember the context, but I just remember thinking, oh, I just need to start saying that shit about things, you know, like, because again, like you said, you, you minimized the need to, to need to draw in order to get mm-hmm. to writing your dissertation. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, on my end, <laughs> for better or worse, like in, in grad school, reality TV was my big thing. And it did end up going into my dissertation. I have a whole chapter on reality TV. And so I, I need to, st- I, I was like, oh, I really need to start saying it. You know, because Tommy would always judge me like, oh, you're watching that again. And I would be like, no, this is a part of my process. This is a part of my, you know, my research. This is a part of this is a part of my work. But it, it like it doesn't have to be work in order for it to be part of, you know, creating something. Um, so I think I for me and, and that's just kind of maybe a silly example, but just saying and like naming that saying I'm not mm. doodling because I'm not focused. This is a part of my process. Right. Or for me, it's like um, I need to go take a shower or I need to drive so that I can talk to myself <laughs> or talk myself through something and say, oh, I'm not wasting time. This yes. is a part of my process. Yeah, because right? that was how I did my dissertation is I would sit in my car like in my long commutes and be talking about stuff. And I'm like, man, I'm wasting so much time because I'm not actually writing anything. But I had uh, talked it out so much that by the time I got to sit and write, it came out easier because I had already talked it out with myself. And so I think, and again, like you said, I minimized that at the time. And now I think we're getting to a place where we're saying, let's name our process. Let's name all the different parts of our process. Let's acknowledge them. Let's give them value. Let's lean into them, give them more space right? Say, I need more space to talk it out. I need more space to do art. I need more space to dance so that I can be more creative and those creative juices can flow easier. You know, it's like, you know, we're, we're deconstructing the lie of linear time, 
by like calling in like the cycles, the cyclical nature of things, you know, like um, we're also, I think, calling out like a, a weekend retirement culture too. Like that those are the things, those are the things that one does after they've done their work, you know, it's Ooh, like, this, like rewards, like, like rewards. reward, you know, uh-huh. but no, uh-huh. because, and, and I think this is so important because we are actively, you know, you and I, and you know, our comadres too, like creating space for us to dream, to make, be creative, to enjoy but then mm-hmm. simultaneously, if we're not aware, like, like I'm right now, like I'm putting those in a minimized space in my life. Like I'm, I'm, it's like, it's like, I'm, I'm fighting with myself, you know, basically. Mm-hmm. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, like I'm saying, I think- oh, those are things for the weekend. And I'm like, no, I'm saying those are the things for the weekday. Yes. And I think that is definitely something I have really been coming out of my COVID, uh, fucking whatever you want to call it my covid cave (laughs) um is really like oh what do i want this year to look like right because i really you know it's like like new year started and you know my family got covid so i you know i was like i'm barely like celebrating new year okay what do i want what are my you know what are my intentions for the year and i really was like what do i want my life to look like i don't want it to be so stressful all the time i don't want to be so like exhausted. And I was like, I started to think about what is it that I want to be able to just have fun. Like I want to switch the ratio, right? The weekend, right? Two days a week should be for work and five days a week should be for fun. (laughs) 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 Right. Or whatever that, whatever that looks like, but switching the ratio where the majority of our life is spent having fun and enjoying our life. And the other part is spent working, right? And then, of course, privilege and all of that, you know, we can talk about that, of course. But if we can control as much as we can control, how can we shift that ratio? And so I was like, okay, what 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 does that look like for me? So even yesterday, you know, I went roller skating for the first time in who knows how long. I can't tell you how much fun that was. Like, I just... I was like, yeah. oh, fuck, I need more of this. And then I also started to think about grad school and grad school when, you know, you know, what well, I was in school Monday through Thursday and then Thursday was like the start of the weekend. Right. Forever. Yeah. I mean, forever. I've been on that schedule. I, I, I have rarely ever worked on Fridays in my entire life. I've rarely ever worked on Fridays. So Thursday was always like the start of the weekend. So it was like, you know, work hard Monday through Thursday and then Thursday, just fucking let loose. And, and it was a standing, a standing date with, you know, my grad school friends is like, Oh, Thursday, no matter what time we got out of class on Thursday, if it was 10 PM, if it was 10 (laughs) AM, it's like, we're going to go and we're going to party and we're going to have fun. And it was a standing date. And I was like, Mm -hmm. how can I bring, you know, of course, you know, I can't party like that anymore, <laughs> but how can I bring some of that energy back into my life? Right. Cause there's always this like, Oh, you have kids and they have to be in bed. And there's, there's this like routine and schedule. And I'm like, but how, so how can I find a balance between having a routine and schedule for my kids, but also mm-hmm. having like standing dates in my life with my friends or with something that mm-hmm. I can do that brings joy into my life that I don't feel mm-hmm. like, I'm just working hard all the time. Like I want to play more than I work. And so I'm really just exploring ways to bring that back into my life more of like, okay, I'm going to have standing dates with myself of 
Maybe I do yeah. go roller skating, you know, every day, yes. every week, you know, or maybe I, you know, do something that, you know, really just brings me joy. And even if that means I'm gone, you know, my, and someone else has to put the kids to bed <laughs> right? or somebody yeah. else has to take those responsibilities, like um, just giving myself permission, you know, to not be on the clock 24 seven. And so, and I know what, I think we have to catch us time-wise, yeah. but um, that ratio change and that renaming of uh, the creative process slash work slash, you know, I think is, is, is at the core of what we're just saying. And mm-hmm. we are mm-hmm. still, we are still naming those things and helping to change those ratios and that is fundamental to our writing classes and everything mm-hmm. that we do. Um, mm-hmm. And so, so yeah, thanks. Thanks, Familia. You know, thank you for, you know, for sharing with us, you know, the things that have impacted you. Um, and thank you for, you know, being a part of our community. And um, yeah, I don't know. And if you're interested in coming and exploring this kind of thing with us, Um, particularly Mm. as it pertains to writing, particularly as it pertains to like reclaiming a creative practice in your life or reclaiming writing or decolonizing writing or trying to let go of those writing wounds. Um, Yeah, this is this is the energy that we're bringing into our writing course, right? We're decolonizing writing. We're bringing more joy back into it. We're bringing more joy into the process. We're um, Mm -hmm. naming our process, claiming our process, leaning into our process, Um, that's the kind of stuff that we're doing in our writing course. So if this is something you're interested in, please, um, you can go to Mm -hmm. lasdoctoras, L-A-S-D-R-A-S dot com slash sacred writing. And you can read all about our course. Um, and you know, if, even if it's something that's just on your radar and you're not sure, I would still encourage you to just fill out our application and, um, create a, or schedule a clarity call with us. It's a free 30 minute call with us where you can talk about like, you know, what kind of things you're thinking about in terms of writing and we can like see how it fits or, you know, maybe just give you some guidance Mm on, on where you go next. So I really encourage you, um, anyone who's kind of thinking about this or it's on your radar. And with that said, yes, Thank you for for hearing us talk about our creative process and how we're continuing to work work through all that. Yeah, and we'll just leave you out. Oh, mm. awesome. 